0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Happiness Journey with Dr. Dan podcast, where every journey is worth living. My name is Dr. Dan, and I'm your host for today's episode. I'm a bilingual cognitive behavior psychotherapist specializing in anger management issues, both court-appointed and private, marriage counseling using the EFT method, dissociative disorders, narcissistic personality disorders, depression, anxiety, dream analysis, and also provide life, business, and retirement coaching support. Mm -hmm. I provide individual one-on-one sessions in both French or English, and also do group settings. If you need assistance, reach out to DMV Therapy and Coaching Services at 301 325-1550. And our website can be found at lifecoach.amslife.com. Today, I'm very excited to have our 10th and last episode of season 12, a special guest and expert in life coaching for kids, Renee Thornborough. And just like every of my past episodes, I will leave it up to the guests to properly introduce themselves as no one can do a better job. Renee, the floor is yours.
1: Thank you, Dr. Dan, for having me, and it's such an important topic that we're talking about today because children's mental health, especially in the United States, has been declared a national emergency, and our kids really are struggling right now, especially as we've come out of and, well, are on the tail end of a pandemic, and We have a solution that most people are not aware of, and that's life coaching for kids, because life coaching really helps on the prevention side, supporting children in developing resilience and coping skills, proactively developing their confidence and self-esteem, learning about achievement and going for their goals in life. So really supporting them on developing that mental fitness and, and mental wellness side of things. So for the past 10 years, I have certified hundreds of coaches in over 30 countries to bring life coaching to children. And they're using our story-based curriculum to help children learn how to develop these mindset skills I was just sharing about. Um, I'm a mom myself. I have 20-year-old twins. They're incoming juniors in college. Um, happily married and just absolutely passionate about personal development work and bringing this powerful type of mindset skills training to our kids. So, thanks for having me.
0: Thank you very much for being with us as well, Renee. And I know that the school or the education system nowadays does not really provide this kind of service at all. Unfortunately, they, not they force per se, but they kind of like try to create um, robots that's what it is so that's like this they could continue on go find a job and do whatever they uh, need to do but they don't allow creativity they don't allow um to be able to self-express themselves especially at uh uh, you know that uh, young age and then they just basically are lost in the shuffle that's what the big problem is so um for you what brought you to become a life coach for kids did you see that there was something missing in our system that you decided to be able to start this
1: Mm, wow. Well, the seed was planted many years ago when I graduated from college and discovered the world of personal development. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, why did I learn this when I was a kid? And it doesn't make sense to me that the personal development world and the life coaching world focuses on grownups mm-hmm. when those core thoughts and beliefs that shape who we are formed when we were really young. And so, fast forward decades later, when I finally did become a mom, I wanted to teach this way of thinking to my own children, but I couldn't find anything out there to support me in teaching them how to develop mindset skills. So that's really was the catalyst. I started working with my own children. I started writing stories for them to help them understand these concepts and how they worked. And then all of a sudden my vision just started to grow from there. I wanted to help other children as well. And you know, I didn't jump in right away. I was a corporate executive. I loved my career. Very just everything about it, but I was just feeling pulled to bring this work to children, and that was about 12 years ago that I transitioned out of my corporate job and wrote the rest of this curriculum and, and started working towards bringing it to the world, and I'm just absolutely amazed that we have coaches in over 30 countries who are using this, this work for children. I'm just so honored.
0: That is amazing, and you know, you're doing good because you um... Our kids is our future. They're the one who's going to be running the country. And right. if they're not, they don't have the tools um, and abilities to be able to do so, then it's just going to end up being a worse of a disaster. So you're giving yeah. them the right tools to be able to move on from this point forward. Now, w- what does your program entails exactly? I mean, obviously, why we focus so much on the, the adult aspect of life coaching is because their brain is developed. They understand. Right. The Absolutely. Tools. Yes. You know, the different uh, strategies to be able to become a better version of themselves. But at a young age, they don't, their mind does not process it the same way. So how do you overcome or go around that?
1: Such a great question because coaching kids is definitely different than coaching adults you know, as you mentioned, children's brains are not fully developed. Their frontal lobes aren't fully developed. They don't have those critical reasoning skills and the life experience that adults have. And it's one of the reasons why the coaching model for adults doesn't work for children. The adults, we heavily use the questioning technique. You know, the the client has all the answers inside of them, et cetera, et cetera. That's not going to fly for kids because their (laughs) brains aren't developed. So it requires more of a teaching component. And that's one of the reasons why. The curriculum that i wrote uses stories as a basis for teaching these skills to children so through the stories children are able to see situations that the characters are facing and then how a certain mindset skill can support the child in facing that situation more empowered using the mindset skill and then we have child friendly discussion questions we have activities, kind of bring in a multi-century experience of that skill to really support the child and applying it to their own lives. And our curriculum teaches 27 different mindset skills. So it, uh, it covers quite, quite a breadth of, of different skill sets for kids to really support them in that social-emotional development.
0: So what is the ideal age to be able to provide them with that kind of life coaching services?
1: Yeah. So our curriculum, we really focus on kids between about the ages of six through 12. So I really wanted to reach children at elementary school, middle school, the time when kids are really starting to experience some of the bigger challenges, being left out of things, maybe getting a bad grade, maybe not making the team or, you know, striking out and losing the game. I mean, all these Things that can be big for kids because it's the first time they're experiencing them. So really supporting them and learning how to navigate those ups and downs of growing up without giving up on themselves or getting down on themselves and developing the resilience and coping skills. So that really is our our primary age group. Some of our coaches do work with teams, Um, but the vast majority, we really focus on the younger ones.
0: So is your program somewhat progressive from very simple concept to becoming a bit more complicated by the end of the 27th? uh, uh, I'm not sure exactly how does it, does it go by week? Does it go by uh, milestone? How does it work exactly?
1: Yeah, great question. So the foundation of the curriculum, the top, the first five skills that we usually teach are around, we call it mind power. And it really is some of the brain science behind mindset skills. So we teach children about their conscious mind, their subconscious mind. We teach them that our mind, you know, how our mind shapes our world and what we can do to shape our mind. We teach them about neural pathways and about belief systems and their comfort zone. And we teach them about shifting their thinking. So these are some of the core funda- foundational skills that we use in coaching and mindset work, et cetera, et cetera. Like NLP, then, right? What's that?
0: NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming at this point, but at a younger age.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you know, it, when we use a story to teach one of each one of these concepts, so yes, kids can absolutely learn these concepts. And it's so what's so neat about it is that they're so young, and they will just absorb this information. I mean, they're so excited to know that they really have the power to shape their thoughts, that they can reshape their informed strong neural pathways to understand what their comfort zone is, to learn how to shift their thinking. It is really empowering for our children. But that's kind of the foundation of the mindset skills. And then we have what we call different uh, segments of the curriculum. One is around self-esteem and self-confidence, the other one is around, uh, we call it developing your inner power. So that's who you want to be around uh, making good decisions, dealing with peer pressure, some character things like integrity or self-responsibility, respect, self-respect. We have one around going for your goals and how to achieve your dreams. That's something that most kids never learn. And then we also talk about how to handle those tough things in life. We call that slaying dragon. So it's things like managing change. Uh, moving past mistakes or failures or conditional thinking. So it's really how to handle those tough things in life so you can bounce back. So it all kind of works together. Most of our coaches will start with that foundation, the first five skill books for the mind power. And then it's kind of depends on what the child is most wanting to focus on or the family's most wanting to focus on.
0: So is there like a game behind it or something like a video game that they could, because especially nowadays, kids are more inclined to be able to, play games to be able to understand the, the concept of the, the, whatever they're being taught. So is that something that accompanies what you're teaching? Or is it mostly books that they have to basically go through?
1: Oh, so our coaches work face-to-face with children. So it's a live coaching model because coaching is a human-to-human connection process. And our kids are absolutely craving human connection. So the last thing we want to do is put them in front of a video game. So they are... The coach is sharing a story. They're engaging the child along the way, asking questions. Then we have discussion questions. We have activities. Those activities could be art projects. It could be a little game, you know, if a coach creates a game. Or a lot of times it's a physical activity as well. But as far as, you know, having video games, that's not the path we take. We're about that human connection and really providing that emotionally safe space for a child to support them in applying these skills to their own lives.
0: So do teachers in, in the different uh, elementary school, do they encourage people to be able to go through this program or for them that if it's not approved by the Department of Education, they don't even bother?
1: Yeah. So we have a large part of our community come from the education environment. So most of our coaches are educators, life coaches for adults who want to support children in a younger age and then counselors and therapists. That makes up the majority of our coaches. They all have their own business some of them will bring our work into their work environment so if some teachers will bring it into their environment we haven't actually tried to get our curriculum into the school system because that's a whole different animal to yeah. try to get a curriculum approved through a school system etc cetera, etc cetera. plus it's a very different way of thinking mm-hmm. you know and not not everybody is in alignment with that so you're talking about earlier kind of the rigidity of our school system yeah. well not all educators are like that. They they are feeling hamstrung within the education system and they're wanting to support children in developing these skills, which is why they join us a lot of times as they want to help kids develop this. They call it a growth mindset is a very common term within the education environment. So,
0: Yeah, it's yeah. like there's more people with, or the more kids with fixed mindset that they just don't feel or they always find excuses as to why they do not accomplish what they need to accomplish. And this is what we... This is what it seems like the, 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 our society has gone to. There's mm-hmm. not really any, any encouragement any, uh, or allowing them to be able to take initiative because every time they take initiative, they're being brought down or they're mm-hmm. being like, uh, uh, not, not cursed necessarily, but kind of like, oh, no, you know, your idea is stupid or this or that. So that's why it discouraged the kid to be able to take any future initiative because they know what the outcome would be
1: it's just a very different way of thinking. And most people have not been taught this. It's just like I shared when I discovered this world of personal development when I got out of college. It's like, why did I learn this when I was a kid? You know, I all kids need to know this. All parents need to know this, you know. And it's just as a society, I think a lot more people are waking up and, and coming to understand the power of our mind and these types of skills. But it's a, we still have a long, long, long way to go. And I, I wish that, you know, it's my goal to get certain skills out there for every child who's entering kindergarten. They know how to wear their power goggles. They know how to give gold hearts. They know how to use positive self talk. I mean, that, that is my goal. And that's part of why we do these interviews and try to really spread the word that life coaching for kids is a thing. And it's out there really supporting children and being more empowered in their lives.
0: So, what about kids who are dealing with uh, ADD or uh, mm-hmm. any other, you know, young or young issues that they have? So, is will that work for them, or do they have to first start taking uh, Ritalin before they start taking the course? <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, so you know, it's so fascinating. What I absolutely love about our coaches is we have coaches come in to us with all different areas of expertise so we absolutely have coaches who specialize in working with children with learning differences who are dealing with different neurological challenges or adhd or whatever the different situations are they have areas of expertise in that and then are they become a wisdom coach and they're licensed to use our work in supporting children in the coaching as well so um, even though you know that's not my expertise it's their expertise and we're part of the toolbox and tool set that they use in supporting children so absolutely our children or our coaches work with children from all different backgrounds it's really exciting
0: have you had any feedback in terms of how easy is it to integrate where those who have learning disabilities or uh, being ADHD or anything of that sort, do, do they say that, well, there's some kind of resistance or so on and so forth? So is there like a, uh, a way to be able to facilitate the teaching of what you uh, offer versus what they're specialized with?
1: That's the power of story, Dr. Dan, is that stories engage multiple areas and regions of our brain you know, it's not just about like reading a book. You're experiencing something. It's creating emotions, physiological experiences in our body, and engaging our intellectual centers as well. And then when you have discussion questions and you integrate activities or art projects, it really takes a multi-sensory approach to the learning. So it's a very powerful way to work with children. Our coaches get results with children very quickly. I mean, sometimes within the very first session, it's just absolutely amazing the impact that those this work can have when you've got human to human connection with a child, creating that safe space and really supporting them in being who they were meant to be in the world.
0: Wow! Now you, you said that you tried this program on your kids. Um, they probably they are my
1: <laughs> guinea pigs. <laughs> so how did you oh, yeah. know
0: how to formulate the the program if it was never really taught before? If it uh, despite your research nothing was offered like that out there. So how did you create it from nothing?
1: Well, that's quite the miracle. I mean, I just really feel like so much of this work was just downloaded through me. It was just absolutely an amazing creative process and experience. You know, I developed these skills over the years. And then when I had my children, you know, I started working with them. They're four or five years old. I'd write a little story here or there based on whatever I wanted to teach them. And it's like, okay, well, how can I talk about this? How can I teach it? And part of what, what I did was I, I created our character. His name is Wyatt, the wise wizard. That's a little puppet that you see back here. <laughs> and he's the character that shows up in every one of the skills of the story. So 27 skill books, 27 stories. And it's like, okay, how's, how would Wyatt approach this? You know, okay, here's the situation the character's facing. And I usually give three different scenarios so that the, a child can relate somehow to what's going on. And then this is the mindset skill that we're learning. And then this is what the result looks like. So it just, it just flowed through me. I, I don't even know how to describe it, except for that it was one of the most amazing creative experiences and processes I've ever had the opportunity to experience and just really feel like it was a gift to give to the world.
0: So in those 12 years that you've been, uh, that you've been doing this program. Yeah. Um, how many kids have you, well, not you personally, but your whole, all the coaches that you've been training overall? <laughs>
1: gosh, that is such a great question because, you know, we've had hundreds of coaches. <laughs> some do workshops, some do one-on-one, small groups. I mean, I, gosh, I don't even know what the number is, but it's tens of thousands, tens of thousands, easy. Wow. Um, if you, if you really look at over the number of years, but, you know, that'd be really fun to go, try to yeah, figure it like out a it? exactly <laughs> yeah it would be and you know another thing is we give away um our story on how to develop positive self-talk we give that away on our website okay. so we've had that story downloaded you know tens of thousands of times so um at least we've got kids out there learning about how to develop positive self-talk
0: so now when when it comes to you said from 6 to 12 years old And Mm -hmm. after the 12, does your program is no longer applicable after those who are older than 12, or can that be stretched?
1: Well, that's one thing that's really surprised me, Dr. Dan, is a lot of our coaches use our work with teens. And when you're using our work with teens, really the key is to frame the reason why you're using a children's story. And when our coaches are working with teens, a lot of times they'll share content from the mentor's guide. The mentor's guide has the background information coaching tips for our coaches, and they'll bring in other information as well. And instead of using an example like, um, you know, maybe something that a fifth grader would experience, they might talk about examples that a seventh, eighth, ninth grader would experience. Um, so, they, you, you know, they can adapt it. They can adapt the flow and based on the, the conversation is where the story lays the foundation of knowledge, right? And then the conversation, the questions, is where you're really applying that knowledge and where transformation really occurs. Because with the the support of a coach, that's what really turns information into transformation.
0: I see. Yeah, that that makes uh, complete sense. So now, um can someone who's older? I mean, when we're talking about twenty one and over, can they? I mean, can you offer something not necessarily about the kid's story, but Continue still your, with your program, but adapt it to an older crowd. Is that something that you look to do into the future, or after twenty-one, they just have to get a normal life coach?
1: <laughs> Such a great question. We're really focused on the youngsters. We're barely, barely, barely scratching the surface right now on bringing this type of work to to children. So that is our niche. That's what we really, really focus on. You know, some of our coaches do coach adults and other segments as well Uh, we don't have any plans right now to expand our work to work with um you know work with adults but it really is it's it's up to our coaches if they're wanting wanting to do that
0: i see so what's what's the future plan with what you've already developed for the past 12 years is that something that you could add to it or how does it i mean if you've already done it for 12 years is there some tweaking of the program that you need to to uh, implement or how does that go from this point
1: Wow, so many possibilities. I mean, one, there's so many other topic areas I would love to expand the curriculum, but right now we're really, really working on getting the message out to parents that life coaching for kids is a powerful way to support their children in developing kind of the social emotional skills, their resilience, their self-confidence, their self-esteem. I mean, there's so much that needs to be done just with this side of things. Of course, there's other topics I would love to do as well. Um, And then, you know, how do we take this more on an international basis? Who can we team up with? But that's that's a little bit further down the line, but we definitely want to do that as well. So
0: for all the listeners who are parents out there and who are, they're very interested in hearing about what your program offers. Is there something that you can tell to our listeners right now how to summarize? I know it's a big program, but what are the most important points that they need to focus on for their kids at this moment? Just kind of bit information for about your program?
1: Well, great question. I love, I always love to to share about the skill of developing positive self-talk. It's one of the reasons why that's a story we give away for free on our website. And I invite parents to go download that and experience it and share it with the children in their lives. And the reason for that is it really helps people understand how different this program is. This isn't about how to get your kids to behave. It's about helping children become self-leaders. It's about helping children feel empowered. So really learning about the power of their mind and the power of their thoughts, especially the thoughts they have about themselves, which is what self-talk is both both through our thoughts and through our words. That is such a beautiful way to start and for them to start understanding what this type of work is all about.
0: So what would you say is the most challenging part of the program for kids to be able to go through it and and when i say go through it so so let's say there's a specific topic that they have the biggest challenge what would it
1: Mm -hmm. well our coaches have helped children with all types of challenges from you know fear fear of leaving the house fear of school fear of spending the night at friends houses to uh, big changes with parents going through divorce moving home i mean they've dealt with all kinds of of challenges. Now, not not the serious challenges like a counselor or therapist will address, but things that really are leading. If you look at mental health on the spectrum, we have mental wellness, and that's where life coaching is on that end, really helping with prevention and developing those mindset skills. Then you have mental illness all the way on the other side of things. That's where the counselors and therapists tend to, uh, well, they do operate. And then there's that whole in-between spectrum, right? So with our our coaches, they're on mental wellness and kind of moving a little bit towards the middle and then they hand off and things get to be too serious. But, you know, they support children with all kinds of of challenges and light anxiety, especially with COVID. I mean, COVID has really been a challenge for a lot of kids and all the changes that happen with online learning and not seeing their friends and it just they've been busy. Oh, absolutely. I could imagine.
0: <laughs> now, um, how can people find your program? Um, Renee and what is the best place? Is there like a specific website or a YouTube channel that they can actually just, you know, peek into it and figure out if this would be a good fit for their kids?
1: Oh, thanks. The best place to visit is our website, which is adventuresinwisdom.com. So Adventures inwisdom.com our socials are up there on the web page but that's also where they can download that free coaching story they want to check out what our work is all about and see if it's something that they are interested in whether they're a coach a parent if a parent's wanting to find one of our coaches there's a a tab that says for parents and we have something called a connect with the coach program where they can share what they're looking for and then coaches who think they're a good fit will connect with them and they can choose someone to work with their child
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Well, listeners, you heard uh, Renee and where you could find her information. And on that note, that is all the time that we have for today's podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your very busy schedule, Renee, to join us. And thank you again for participating and inspiring our many listeners with your incredible services. Now, we hope that you've all enjoyed today's episode. And I'm also very excited for the many upcoming guests that we have scheduled for season 13 of the Happiness Journey podcast filled with inspirational stories, just like the one that you're listening to today. Now, here are some concluding words of wisdom. Life is a mixture of joy and sorrow. Suffering is voluntary, but pain is not. Having a broad perspective on life provides you the fortitude to persevere in the face of adversity. Know that you're extremely valuable in this world. And with all its unlimited potential, this life is a gift to become a wellspring of joy and happiness, not just for oneself, but for the many others out there. You must learn to believe yourself since you have survived a lot and will undoubtedly endure what comes next. Those who have suffered defeat are the most attractive person you have ever met. They're so used to suffering, coping with enormous hardship, and experiencing tremendous losses that they have discovered a way of their abyss. Throughout all these trials, humans learn to appreciate more, to be more sensitive, and to comprehend the complexity of life. This alone fills them with compassion for others, tenderness, and a profound love for other cares of other human beings. And my name is Dr. Dan Amzalag, and you may all seek to still keep pursuing your amazing journey of life.